from WNYC Radio in New York. This is Women Box, fighting to make history. I'm Marianne McCune. Hi, this is Tiffany Hearn. I'm sitting in the dressing room right now, waiting for my fight. Hey, Marianne, it's me, Bertha. Calling to let you know that I'm ready for tonight. This week, 24 boxers are competing for three spots on the first U.S. women's Olympic boxing team. They're at a resort outside Spokane, Washington. Monday night, the first fights took place, and Clarissa Shields, the youngest fighter in the competition, left a message on my phone. Hey, Marianne, this is Clarissa. Uh, just about to fight tonight. I'm fighting uh, Franchon Cruz. The middleweight champion, number one in the country. No problem. All I have to say is she's going down tonight. And Franchon oh, knows it, she said. All right, later. End of message. <laughs> Clarissa is so relaxed before the fight. She's just like... You know, extremely confident. Sue J. Johnson is a photojournalist and my partner in the Women Box series. She's at the Olympic team trials this week. The fights lasted until late Monday night, so she was just making coffee in her hotel room when I called her from New York in the morning to talk about Clarissa Shields' big win. She widened her margin every single round. Did Franchon seem like she lost confidence? She didn't look herself. I've seen her look a lot more confident going in. and Backstage, she was singing... Just before she went on stage, and her voice is just so loud and powerful. It's amazing to hear her sing backstage before she goes on. Important to know, Franchon Cruz was at one point a contestant on American Idol. In the ring, she did not have the same dominant fierceness that I've seen her have before. Shields throwing hard punches. Big right hands, straight down the pipe. Clarissa Shields landing, scoring with the straight punches. There's that big heavy jab. And the fourth and final round has come to an end. What did Clarissa do when she won? She did this little dance. <laughs> her coach was later reprimanded for her unsportsmanlike conduct. But she was so exciting, hollering, screaming, and then she turned to me. Both of them turned to me and said, I told you we were going to do it. Another result you'll be interested in if you've been listening to Women Box, Tyrosia Douglas won her first bout against Latanya King. Douglas has this way of stomping her foot like she's going to come at you right now during a bout. And Sue says at one point she could hear that stomp from across the venue. She sounds so strong in the ring with, with the stomping and her the sounds that she makes are so fear-inspiring. You have a beautiful photo of her mid-fight, and she looks so... It, her mind looks so clear in the photo. Yeah, it's true. It's true. She, I saw her take a really hard punch, and I was like, oh! I just recoiled, but I was so glad to know that that she likes that. <laughs> During one of our interviews with Douglas, she said she actually enjoys being hit. I'm a freak for pain. I love pain. I can get off by it, <laughs> by getting punched. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> you can see that photograph I was talking about of Tyrosia Douglas and many others on our website, wnyc.org slash womenbox. This is a double elimination tournament, so that means everyone still has a chance. We'll talk about what happens next in a little while. 
first, more about the boxers. When you do something no one expects you to, like if you're a girl and you box, there's usually a pretty good story to tell about how you got started. Tika Hemingway is from Pittsburgh. She also won Monday night. She's 24 years old, and when I saw her fight at the International Duel in California last fall, she was impressive. Every time she went punching rain, I want to punch her. Straight punch her. You hear me? I'm the red corner representing Team USA, Tika Hemingway. It's weird how I got into boxing. This one day, I was walking down the street with one of my friends, and I'm a big jokester, so I saw this guy. He had on, like, all this army fatigue and stuff, and, like, the army boots way up to his knees. So I started making jokes about his clothes or whatever, and as we got closer, she was like, oh, no, no, I know him, I know him. He's a boxing trainer. So I'm like, oh, really? And I was like, I bet you I can go up to him and ask him to train me. She was like, I bet you won't do it. So... I walked up to him, and I wasn't really serious about boxing. I wasn't. And I walked up to him, and I said, excuse me, sir, I hear you're a boxing trainer. Can you train me? And he said, no, like right off the bat. So I looked at him, and like when he told me no for some reason, I just wanted to box. Right there, right there. So I said, excuse me, sir, I hear you're a boxing trainer. Can you train me? And he said, no, a lot of people come up to me all the time, but they're not serious, and they're not even going to waste my time. So I repeated my same question again. I said, excuse me, sir, I hear you're a boxing trainer. Can you train me? And he said no again. So I got mad or whatever, and he was about to leave. So I said, you know what, you're not going anywhere until you decide to train me. So like every step that he took, I would take a step in front of him. I was not going to let him leave this corner. And I was also prepared to fight this guy at this point. We stood there and stood there for about 40 minutes because I would not let him leave. So he finally was like, you know what, if you really want to box, let's go to the gym right now. And I was only 17 years old. So I looked at the time, and it was like it was like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. And I knew in my mind I had to be in the house, but I didn't care. I looked at my friend, she looked at me, and I was like, you know what, let's go to the gym. So um, we went to the gym that night. I trained for about an hour, and uh, I've been in the gym ever since. Our winner for tonight, about six. Out of the red corner representing Team USA, Tika Hemingway. Tika Hemingway was 17 when she started training, but that was just seven years ago. Coach Christy Halbert, the head of the task force on women at USA Boxing, she started in the 80s when many fewer women were boxing. She was studying sociology in college, and she needed money to fix her car. I was a scholarship athlete in college. Back then, the NCAA said that we couldn't have jobs, and I needed $500 to get my car repaired. I was in a laundromat feeling sorry for myself, and I saw a poster on the wall, and it said, Do you think you're bad? Do you think you're tough? Enter the king and queen of the hill contest. Men's lightweight winner, $700. Men's heavyweight winner, $700. Women's division, $700. All I needed was 500 so if, if I could do this and win, then I'd even have some spending money. So I didn't tell anyone what I was doing except for my roommate because I needed to borrow her vehicle to get there. But I went and I walked in and very quickly sized up my competition and knew that I would be okay. As long as I remembered what I had seen on television, Muhammad Ali, that kind of thing, I knew that the point was to hit and not get hit. In my first fight... I was matched with a woman who was a perfect match. And, you know, they rang the bell, and I I went out to the center. And 
I guess I hesitated because she hit me and then I hit her. And the next thing I knew, her nose was bleeding. Anyway, I won the match and I went back and my roommate said, oh my gosh, because there were a couple of drops of blood on my shirt. And she said, oh my gosh, did you get hurt? I said, no, this is not my blood. She's like, whoa. I had prepared myself for a week to get hit and I knew I'd be okay with that. But what I had not prepared for was hitting someone else. And so I kind of felt weird about hitting someone in that way. I thought that was a strange experience. It'll be an interesting story to tell people, but I certainly never have to do that again. Halbert thought no one knew she'd gone to that fight, but it turned out someone saw her there and told her her sociology professor. At the end of class, he walked over to her desk and said, Christy, I didn't take you for a pugilist. Walked down the hall and across campus through the parking lots and up to my room. I keep repeating the word pugilist, 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 because I didn't know what that word meant. And I had to get to my room where my dictionary was so I could look it up. And I looked it up and it said fighter, prize fighter. And I thought, oh my gosh, am I a pugilist? Halbert went on to box professionally, then coach. Then she wrote a guide to boxing that some fighters read again and again. There are a lot of people out there who really have no idea who women boxers are. Images range from girls throwing soft punches in bikinis and lipstick to women who look and act like men. Talking to the women who are fighting to make this Olympic team, you realize they are neither, but a little of everything in between. They love boxing partly for the same reasons men do. Boxing requires intense physical and psychological discipline, the ability to overcome fear and anger. I think boxing is therapeutic. It keeps you under control. You know, it controls your body. This is Bertha Arisal, 29 years old. She loves to cook. And I'm an amateur boxer. When I met her, she was living in a basement apartment in the Bronx with a man and a woman she called her husband. So strong, Bobby. And her wife. Hello? They were cooking for a band of nieces, nephews, and sisters, part of a big family of Cuban immigrants. Arisal is five foot nine with jeans, boots. She says her many tattoos tell the story of who she is. She points to a pit bull and a strawberry. I love strawberries. As a teenager, Arisal was the pit bull. Like a lot of guys who box, she was a street fighter first, until she got locked up for five years. Before I started boxing, I thought you have to be in a ring and be angry to actually win, you know? But you can actually win a fight and don't have, like, nothing malicious in your mind, not, nothing, you know? You can actually be calm and happy and win. That's what I like about boxing, because I can't believe I can actually fight in the ring and think. When you beat somebody, you, you're better than them. That's what satisfies me. I want to be better than you. So any good boxer derives that kind of satisfaction. Here's what's different for a woman. She's taking on a challenge no one expects her to. Okay, here we go, on the belt. I think women are one of the fiercest competitors there are, but they've been taught to suppress a lot of things. Coach Gloria Peak is with USA Boxing. It's not ladylike. It is not ladylike to do this, this and that. Peak is in a California gym, helping train a diverse group of fighters that Bertha Arisil will have to beat in order to make the U.S. Olympic team. Change the speed on her a little bit. 
Peek started boxing in the 1970s against many odds. My mother dressed me up so pretty in these little dresses and everything like that. And I come home with my dress torn, bleeding and all that because I've been in a fight. My mother's like, Gloria, what were you doing? Uh, fighting. This guy got all in my face, threw a punch. I let him know that I wasn't afraid of him. No, no, it's ladylike to be afraid. Why? Nobody has an intelligent answer. Now she calls boxing the last great domain of men. I think of it as like the gladiators and, you know, <laughs> uh, the immortals and the gods. That was always men. And now all of a sudden women have stepped into it. Women like Michaela Mayer, who's here wailing on a heavy bag. Mayer will compete against Aerosol to represent the U.S. at 132 pounds. She's tall with cover girl looks and says she wears heels as often as possible. I like the fact that I'm feminine outside the ring and on the streets. And, you know, I, I may not seem like a boxer, but really, you know, I, I am a boxer and I have that side to me. And, and I can be a woman and I can be an aggressive athlete. Tierra Brown is on the speed bag, another opponent for Aerosol. I'm a boxer. I want to be treated like the guys are treated, like a boxer. I don't want special treatment because I'm a girl. No. On the other hand... For one, I have a big old juicy booty, and it's shaped like a cherry. I have abs of steel, and then I have these sexy, luscious lips, and I've got these guns on my arms. I'm a boxer, and I'm a girl boxer. I, look, I love looking at women going to ring and box. I think that's real sexy. We're back in Bertha Arisal's basement bedroom. To go in the ring and switch up and be strong and can take punches and receive them is showing me my strong side, like my fearless side. Nothing soft when I'm in the ring. I can be in there and be aggressive and fight and get out of there and be sweet. Bertha Arisal lost her first fight Monday night. She fought Queen Underwood, ranked number one in the country among lightweights. That's 132 pounds. Arisal could come back. The four women in each weight division who lost will move into the loser's bracket. They'll fight each other and the losers of Tuesday's fights, then face whoever comes out on top in the winner's bracket. You have to lose twice to be out of the running. That was the first for me, to come back like that and then win it because I'm usually always up. <laughs> and so I didn't give up. Sign of a true champion. I'm being dared to be great. <laughs> I like <laughs> I'm being dared to be great, and I think I just proved a little bit of it. Tiffany Hearn, 165 champion. Tomorrow, I'll wake up, weigh in, do it all over again. <laughs> this is Women Box Fighting to Make History. I'm Marianne McCune. You can see the results of the fights each day on our website, wnyc.org slash womenbox. You'll also find some breathtaking photographs from Sue J. Johnson. You have 10 new messages. Hi, this is Natalie Miss Kubat Brown, a.k.a. Sugar Brown. We're getting some great uh, phone messages from boxers and former boxers around the country. They're rooting for the women who are trying to make the Olympic team. This one's from Ontario, Canada. I started out in amateur boxing with a lot of these women that moved and shake and shook and opened the door for these young women to actually be able to have that platform now for the world to see that we can box, we do box, and we are boxing. 
This podcast is a production of WNYC Radio. I'll tell you the names of all the people who have helped us one of these days. Meanwhile, you can find out by clicking About on our webpage. Once again, it's wnyc.org slash womenbox. We'll be back soon with the results from the next fights and more. You ever see on the cartoons when the stars go around? Sometimes it really feels like that, like a bell vibrating, and you hear this like crazy, like, ah, sound.